this episode kind of wraps up there at their sushi party because it leads into um well it's actually really funny i i love this part where uh alexia goes up to nicole's husband and she's like so when are you getting married and then they show all the women's faces and he's like oh this is a lot <laughs> and he's like we're already married and alexia says which i'm gonna put it in the stories to see what everyone else thinks but she says i secretly feel it's bullshit people do want to get married um i would have probably disagreed with her a long time ago but now i don't know pandemic happens and yeah. i'm in my feels for everything now and i'm like i don't know maybe she's right what do y'all think um i i understand is Nicole's it- hesitation like her dad was a piece of shit you know so mm-hmm. like and he was a criminal and i understand like not like needing to do and she's also like she doesn't she's right where she doesn't need to get married like as, apart from if and like anthony's like no like cuida, you know what i mean like he doesn't right provide, yeah, she's like, got she, this mm-hmm. he's a, a, a university of miami anesthesiologist like she makes easily half a million dollars a year on her own Damn. like there's a no yeah like there's no reason like she doesn't need it they really she need to start need telling them. us this as kids in school that you can make that much money as an anesthesiologist her and dr <laughs> tiffany moon i did not know these things anesthesiologists yeah. make a fuck ton of money dude they make so much money so um but but so she doesn't like so i understand her perspective and like if i was in her situation i wouldn't be in a rush either now that being said they're engaged they got engaged on new year's eve i saw that yeah Mm -hmm. so and i was like um, someone wants to make sure she's on the show season two film that's what i thought and she's good and she's buddies with gertie like she has good friends with gertie so i'm sure gertie will will do it for her but she yeah but she you know i I get it. And like, she's, 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 she's been through a lot of trauma as a childhood. I can't imagine what kind of, what kind of trauma she endured with her dad. And, you know, so it's rough. I, I get it. I, I, I get her perspective, but I, I also get where, how she's been raised by that generation of like Cuban women that like, mm-hmm, you mm-hmm. know, like she's, she's a I think she's like third she's a little she's like two years older than me she's like she's like 37 mm-hmm. and to be like 37 and like unmarried with a child out of right Redlock, like you know like there's, there's, man de Dios. there's, there's <laughs> gotta be a part of her that just has that like that like senora in her yeah that's like I you know like it's, <laughs> th- that part of her is there however small it may be what do you guys there, think so. about the comment though that alexia made right because um the husband what's his name again antonio anthony anthony anthony, anthony he says um he's latino también right yeah i think, I think so because so. his last name is garza or garcia mm-hmm. or something no it's lopez oh lopez yeah. my bad okay yeah um so at antonio anthony Anthony, so when Alexia your tells- insurance attorney, <laughs> what? Your insurance, your insurance attorney. attorney. That's his insurance. Oh, okay, handle. your insurance that's like, attorney. <laughs> that's his version of Sweet James. Yeah, because he's got billboards with your insurance attorney, yeah. like on the Palmetto. Yeah. Oh, yeah. that Sweet James uh-huh. thing. I barely saw episode one of of OC while that was coming out, and then like all the, the things, and they got married in Puerto Rico. The whole thing. Oh my God, I can't with her. Um, what a mess! And that's what we love to watch, right? Yeah, <laughs> like, Noella. Crazy. Like, let me tell you, Noella is like being a like a first season, making sure she keeps that orange because, oh, like, yeah. hell yeah, I, I was gonna boycott that whole. I wasn't even gonna watch the season. It's because of her that I'm back. I'm like, okay, what is all this sweet James thing? Like, yeah, 
So she's doing her job. <laughs> she's yeah. keeping us entertained. Um, yeah. But going back to Alexia, when what do you guys think about that sentiment that she, you know, he says, we're, you, it's official. We're official. We have a kid. We have the whole thing. And she, and then Alexia's like, it's not official until it's official. <laughs> is that true? Or is, is being married and together and with a kid, is that official? Or is it true what Alexia says? Mm-mm, it's not official until it's official. What do y'all say? I mean, that's definitely Alexa's like Alexia's <laughs> senora mentality. Yeah. yeah, for sure, a hundred percent. Alexia, like, I, is 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 she like close to fifty at this point? I want to say if she's not. I, I think so because they're all in their I like mid forties. Yeah, I think Alexia's fifty four actually. What? Oh, yeah, yeah good for her. <laughs> yeah. No. But but Nicole, she's six Nicole? years older than the than her now, husband, and she's right? six years older than Todd. Yeah yeah well nicole is only like two or three years older than me and i'm 35 holy shit you're right she's 54 wow she looks good good for her so it's it's a little (laughs) bit of a different but alexia's mindset is definitely a little bit and she says that in the first episode when we're talking about the only fans thing she's like oh we're we're old school yeah so I, i get that that's alexia's perspective that's definitely her senora alexia's also been through some shit so yeah she has um so it ends with and this is actually one of the really big questions i had for you guys which it ends this scene and goes straight into episode three um what do you all think speaking of alexia it carrying this whole season so far (laughs) excuse me um peter and todd and the weed fight she breaks it down for anyone listening um you know uh peter was smoking out and then gets frankie a little high which she says you know, it's fine. It's not uncommon. And sometimes it's even used, you know, she was really, she was really spinning it and we get it. It's her son. She doesn't want him to come off as a villain, even though we've read some stuff now, but Peter I mean, Peter, Peter's always sorry. been the villain. I'm so right. Peter has right. always been the villain. He just but got like, arrested for domestic violence. That Well, that's what I was so, alluding uh, to, even though things just same, came out. Yeah. but going back to the weed thing the weed thing she's she's just making it clear that people do use weed it wasn't like he was trying to kill frankie or something right so um frankie then sits down at the table for anyone that that hasn't seen the episode yet frankie sits down at the dinner table and passes out and then he was actually on the brink of death and they had to like resuscitate him ambulance comes and in this heat of the moment of frankie who we know is alexia's whole world probably flatlining for a second or almost dying I guess the fiance Todd rips him a new one. Now they're in a fight. Now they don't talk. She's devastated. Mom caught in the middle. Fiance and son. What are y'all's thoughts? What do you think? Go for it. I'm honestly so, surprised that Alexia wasn't more upset and more on Todd's side just because of everything she's been through with Frankie. But I also understand that she's a mother and like that Peter is also her other world you know, besides Frankie, and that she's, I understand why she got protective and defensive of him, and you'll I'm, see it later, like, and I'm caught up, and uh, you'll see it later in the actual episode when they discuss that, um, I don't know, I, I mean, I see Todd's side, though. <laughs> Look, I, I, especially when it comes down, when you see the fight blow up, like, in a couple of yeah. episodes, first yeah. of all, one of the most real, experiences we've ever seen I think on any house across all franchises like that that was so raw and so real and I don't think at the end of the day I don't think Todd is wrong I do think that and as a mom of two boys like it's hard to like not defend them especially when they fuck up yeah but 
I also think, first of all, given Alexia's like senora, senora, like old school side of her, I'm not surprised. I'm surprised. I agree with you. I'm surprised she's not more upset about just the drug thing in general, because even though in Florida, weed is decriminalized, it's not legalized, but it's decriminalized and you can't. And we have medical. Right. And and I know, and I know Peter for a fact has a license because he's done like sponsored posts on Instagram for like, right. So even though it's, it's not illegal, like my in-laws, for example, that are super conservative, it's not yeah. it's not illegal but to them like you still like it's still like you know clutch your pearls at it because right. it's basically like, a, like it's not illegal but it's a sin you know correct right exactly so it, you know I'm, I'm not surprised that she's not I am surprised that she's not more upset about that and I'm also like given all of Frankie's health issues I'm surprised that she's exactly. so so um like lenient towards Peter like doing that with her but or doing that with Frankie but I think she sees it as like they're doing stuff together and Peter's taking an interest in Frankie's life. And it's very easy for Peter to just kind of like walk away from it or just be like distant about it. So I think she just kind of allows it because it's them like being, I guess that's how like they're close. But given Frankie's health issues, like if it were me, like I would be very, very like cautious and skeptical about it just because like this kid like has been on the, on death's door a few times in his life at this exactly. point he's only 24 so yeah, yeah i was kind of judging her in the first two episodes thinking like who picks this man over your child like what is wrong with you and they were right editors to draw that out because yes i kept watching because i wanted to see what the fuck happened um so touche to the editors <laughs> and then when she the told shady the story, bravo editors. <laughs> yeah shady bravo editors um when she told the story i was like oh yeah i think i'm on todd's side now <laughs> like i no, yeah. listen todd is not wrong todd's yeah. not wrong I, I i think his delivery is wrong and especially when yeah every, i think everyone episode, agrees that yeah i don't think that deliver the delivery definitely could have been but todd is also this like old school new york jewish guy from staten island yeah, so right. like that's that's yeah. how he is and he grew up in that kind of Italian. environment yeah he's italian Uh oh he's italian i think he's italian my bad sorry you know what i loved uh, on that side note about him being italian i love that this is the first franchise that speaks to us like where she's like i yeah i've never dated a gringo and like he's the first american and i know white people are gonna be like what do you mean she's american is is she like they don't they don't get that nuance of like if we say gringo even if we're born here we know what we mean (laughs) yeah like i'm I'm actually second generation my both my parents were born here ironically Uh and Uh i still i'm like oh it's americano yeah me too Uh (laughs) exactly and then people are like aren't you american i'm like oh yeah yeah but i'm not a gringa yeah (laughs) it's like you don't get it like it's it's a a thing that you don't understand unless you're in it (laughs) yeah i have a half sister from italy and she laughs all the time when she comes here because she's like but aren't you American? I'm like, well, not really. I mean, not, not in the eyes of America. <laughs> like they're still not the in the eyes of America. <laughs> not in the eyes of Mitch exactly. McConnell either, apparently. <laughs> no, yeah, exactly. exactly. <laughs> Trust and believe. Yeah. So I love when she says stuff like that. Um, I've yeah. never dated a gringo. And then she's like, he's the first American. And I'm like, white people are like, what? I just know it. Mine's blown. Yeah, there's white people that don't get it at all. <laughs> um, but yeah, I I haven't seen the full out fight and I'll I'll catch up. But um so far, just just from her laying it out, I'm like, oh yeah, and Todd was right, especially like if my kid passed out on the fucking table, like, oh my god, no, like you were not saying just your kid, just like the child that, that had, almost like, died. His life was on the line. Yeah. The, if he if he like 
snores oh. in his sleep i would be like is it sleep apnea? what's wrong Obviously. yeah like you know like <laughs> i and i'm not even a mother and and right. I, I don't plan to be a mother but i can understand like if i was alexia i for sure would be like what did you do to your brother yeah i think I, re- I really truly think that the only reason she kind of like lets it slide is because it's like peter could be like totally mia and not involved in any way shape or form and at least like this is his like way of doing it so she might not like necessarily agree with like how they're hanging out but they're hanging out so she lets it slide and then the episode continues with alexa's next bombshell revelation her dad was gay and was under undercover about it for his whole life and um i thought that was a really honest uh way she she told us about that i even i even recorded because i'm I'm gonna post the part where she explains like you know all those years ago 30 years ago whatever to be gay in the cuban community and any latino community it's still even a little more i mean i think people roll with or older generations roll a little bit more with it but i definitely feel it's still taboo in latin uh and in in like our comunidades like whether it's cuban mexican dominican like all of that i think as latinos we still have a long way to go so um i was fascinated by that revelation and i think that's what's allowing like now that i know that when i hear her give so much like peace and love to the Herman situation I feel like it's this thing about her dad also and it is really weird that she ended up marrying a man that lived the exact same life and like what like that whole scene what did you guys think about all that but that also kind of led me to like further down my like there's no way you didn't know like that you know what I mean like if you've lived this life like you saw like your mother lived this life like maybe like there's no way that she like that further convinced me that there's no way that she didn't know about Herman but she didn't know about her father like I actually well yeah but that's why I want timelines is what I (laughs) I, is what I hope to get from the reunion like okay like I know that Herman passed away in like 2016 and you guys separated a year before that but like why did you separate when did you find out about your father's past like because it seems like she found out like Mm -hmm. after he even maybe after he died is that when she found out I think it was I I think it was after he died and I I want to say I'm under the impression that he died when she was like young like a lot younger like maybe in her her 20s or something like that yeah yeah but it's like how exactly okay so then how how long how did this all come out did you find out yeah Mm -hmm. did you find out and like did you know about your father before you start before you met and married Herman like that's what I want clarified for me is like yeah and then I can have like a fully formed opinion on the situation and like her, it was really interesting breakdown. yeah like wow and then I, I even wrote down is that true then do we end up attracted to people that somehow replicate our parents not that well in this case without knowing the timeline not that she would know about Herman but maybe no, but to subconsciously her, yeah subconsciously like like how you said like growing up seeing someone that maybe wasn't always transparent then you you feel that that's normal to to have secrets it's normal to not show up for like so then here's a man in your life that doesn't show up necessarily or things aren't accounted for but you're like that's normal like does that influence is what i was just kind of like wondering um it is very odd that she did end up married to someone that had the exact same secret her father did yeah it's very interesting and as Latino, as as we're all three Latinas, um, you know, especially in Miami, 
Well, especially in Miami, Miami has always been very progressive. I thought when it comes to like uh, gay community, it's a complicated animal because there is yeah. a huge, crazy, great gay community here and great LGBT community here. But then there's also like, we still have a lot of the older generation with us. And like, even like our, even the ones that aren't so old, even the ones that are like more of like outside of the boomer, even into the Gen Y, which Alexia is a Gen Y, mm-hmm. you know, like there's, or a Gen X. I don't, I don't know. I don't know. I get Gen X. Yeah. Yeah. Sorry. Mm-hmm. So she is a Gen Xer and she was, and she says all the time she was raised, she's very old school. Like there's still a lot of people that think that, and they're the older generation just maybe just like there are people that still get disowned from their families and stuff in my right. experience a lot of the older generation just kind of like knows about it and then just doesn't acknowledge not right. doesn't acknowledge it but just kind of like okay like as long as like they don't it doesn't as they don't see it and it's not like in their faces every day mm-hmm. so like mm-hmm. whatever but um Miami is progressive in that sense but there's also you, we still have like those those roots of like the senior like the what we talked about this whole episode like the senora lives the in all of yeah. us you know exactly. so and then on the flip I, side of that coin then the cubans are the ones that really did take it up a notch i'd never heard of this operation in my life that the cubans <laughs> i've never heard about of that ripped, ripped for your pleasure that's fucking brilliant honestly <laughs> yeah i was like wow. i've never heard that either but that has to be something that like new cubans are doing in cuba because i've never yeah ever ever heard that and so, i don't have a, a lot of people in my family that like go back to cuba a lot so i i maybe right, people right, right. that do maybe people that i i mean a lot of my friends and family or whatever or friends and people i know have people that, that go back to cuba and is in touch with like current cubans that live in cuba maybe that's how they know about that but i really don't like all of my family is here so i don't know you know on a side note to that uh, one of my friends uh, g is also from the dr and she was telling me that you can actually travel from DR to Cuba without any hassle. Like, cause that, you know, you can't go oh, yeah. from here or there. I did not know that. So I was like, oh, oh yeah. look at you, DR. I don't you think there's much of a hassle more. doing it out of Miami anymore either though. There's cruises that go there. Well, no, but like I'm in Texas. Like, so, oh, okay, gotcha. you, you know, traveling like out here, the, well, before this year, the times that I had looked into it, it was ridiculous. Like I had to really jump through hoops to even go as like a, like a tourist or a group of tourists. It was really crazy. Um, but then she was telling me like, oh, you could just go to the DR and then from the DR go straight into Cuba and then come back. Like, it's not a problem. A lot of people had done that through like various different islands, know that. even Mexico yeah. and stuff. Yeah. Like yeah. I, I, before when they still had the embargo, like whenever family did want to go over there, they usually flew to like Mexico or um, yeah. got a visa from like one of the other foreign countries like DR or um, somewhere yeah. somewhere else. That, that, that's pretty typical. Not so much anymore because I got in Miami. Literally, you can get on a Carnival cruise ship that takes you to Cuba. So oh, okay, it's not. Okay. It changed. It's not. It's it, it, the change is really you know it's made it a lot easier. Well, so for anyone that doesn't know what we're talking about, um, they revealed during the sushi night that Larsa <laughs> reveals that if they've heard uh, who are the Cubans and of course they all raise their hand the three Cubans and that she reveals that um there's a procedure that they get implants in I guess to be anatomically correct the shaft so that it it gives uh, more ridges for uh pleasure and i think that's kind of brilliant and very courteous of cuban men <laughs> so 
so Alexi's yeah, like, I'm you surprised. know, <laughs> right? I- Alexi's like, the, the Cubans have taken it up a notch. And I'm like, yes, you have. Uh, and they all knew about it. So I was really surprised. I'm, I'm listen, uh, my family, I, that's never, amongst my family, my friends, that's never, ever come up. I was just as shocked as everybody else was when I came up with us. Literally never heard about it ever, ever, ever. Um, so we get into, so then right before they go to Gay Pride um, or the Pride event, Larsa's one, I don't know, confessional where they ask her about the divorce. She's doing the walkthrough in the house. And she says that, you know, they outgrew each other and she didn't want to just be Pippin's wife, even though she hasn't finalized that divorce. Uh, she's She doesn't want to be that. She wanted to be so much more. And in my head, I'm like, uh, so you're doing OnlyFans. Like, what is up with this divorce? What, what Are there any rumors? Was there cheating or really they just, who's done with who? What happened here? Have you guys heard anything? Well, initially, Larsa got accused of cheating on Scotty with Future. Oh, You're right. Okay. So maybe that's it. So that's like a whole, yeah. I think maybe Scotty filed for divorce after that. But. Well, I also have like, in, I don't like to defend Larsa a whole lot, but in defense of Larsa, I have a blanket like NBA player thing because like they are notorious for and for having affairs left and right all the time like yeah, so and that's yeah. been around for like you're talking about scotty pippen like who was a legend it's not like he's like some bench warmer yeah. right like, you know, thank you he's not a lamar odom he's not a tristan <laughs> thompson like he's scotty fucking pippen he played with mj like come on like come on like it's i'm not- so glad you just said this my same friend from the dr we just had this whole fight on clubhouse because she's like he you know no one cares and then she's like no one cares and i'm like what are you talking about he led with assists like you know he was part of my uh michael jordan that whole thing and she was like, on the dream team for <laughs> crying out yes. loud but this is where she got me she's like but do they sell pippins no people (laughs) so like over christmas she put up a tiktok where my pippins at and she was just throwing digs at me i told her listen you are disrespecting all of chicago right now and i'm not even a bulls fan my mom is a hardcore uh, magic johnson laker fans that's what we grew up with but i have respect for the game and i was like who do you think was passing the ball to michael's jordan yeah (laughs) So I'm so glad you said that. I'm going to play this clip for her. <laughs> <laughs> so like, it, there's a, it, I, I understand Larsa. My point is Larsa probably put up with a lot of shit over like a 25 year marriage with him. So, I mean, and I, I also have this thing where celebrities like live in a whole different world than we do. And they live in a different playing field and they have rules for their shit that you know i i tend to think a lot of people in that world have like a don't embarrass me rule like do your right. thing but don't embarrass me yeah so you know i that she wants to be more than just scotty pippen's wife i don't she drop your last name then because she's right? never gonna do that <laughs> yeah she's never gonna do that right so i i don't know that i necessarily buy that as the reason for the divorce but like again, like there's probably a lot going on that we don't know about. So, and to end on that note, so this wraps up episode three, which is perfect. Um, there's this whole thing with Julia and Adriana, and then they they're doing the whole flirt thing, and then we head into the Martina uh, art show. Um, so this flirtation, frontation, and I know you guys are ahead of me, but at this point, um, 
yeah, it is a flirtation. It seems harmless. I think they're both the same. They're both cheeky and they're huge flirts and they both like attention. So it makes sense, <laughs> you know, like it's two conceited people that um, like <laughs> each other, you know, I think it's fun and harmless at this point. Uh, what are you, what are y'all's thoughts? I agree to a certain extent. I think that I don't think that Martina loves it. Um, and as, as you go catching up, you'll see, um, I don't think that Martina, I think Martina tolerates it, but I also think that Martina, like not to be like, <laughs> Martina's going to go down in the housewife spouses. Like as you go catching up and you go Uh-oh. like furthering in the, <laughs> For sure. gonna, not, it's like, she's going to be up there with like Mauricio and like the beloved yes. spouses. Cause oh, she yeah. really okay. is like. Okay. Yeah, no, in a good way, not in a bad way. Uh, oh, okay, she, yeah. <laughs> she, she's, she's, she's really, she's fun to watch. She, you can tell she doesn't really love being on it, but she's playing the game. Mm-hmm. But I, I don't think that Martina likes it. Um, but I, I do think it's harmless esque. I, I don't want to go further just because you're not caught up. Um, but I, 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 I don't think at the end of the day it's something super, super serious. And like she, you know, the whole thing in, at the art show, um, first of all, I love how the art show is secondary to this, but again, I'm like, those are her footsteps. Like this is huge. Yeah. Um, <laughs> like it's, it's, it takes us a backseat to Adriana's dates and I'm just, I'm, I'm over here like obsessed with like living history. It's really fascinating to watch. And and then just kind of seeing um, that was the art district, right? Because I, I think there's a Roche Beauvoir right around there where they had this art gallery. Is that downtown or is it's this Winwood. in a different area? Winwood? Probably Winwood. That, okay. that is like, that yeah. Yeah. No, uh, Adriana is a co-owner of uh, Markowitz Fine Art and that's oh. the design district. Oh, I didn't know that. I did not know that. Yeah. She's a co-owner. Nice. Good for her. Yeah. And but that happened like in her post- first stint on housewives i think that good for um, her i always wondered like what what ended up happening um with her as far as like career wise um but but so the we go into the art show but can we talk about adriana's two dates though yeah 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 like, we go into the art show and that's what i was going to go with with um uh is there is it weird cuz i am a territorial friend so i will get crazy but i don't think i would care if someone has a date or not what do you guys think Julia's reaction to Adriana because she said it's not that she had a date is that she didn't tell me which was kind of something Leah Black always said that that Adriana hides a lot of things yeah right and I I think Adriana likes to do a lot of stuff for shock value she does yeah I think she but I do think she she understands the assignment right she's on a tv show Mm -hmm. she knows that people want like you have to keep it interesting like you can't be boring like she's already a friend of like she's an og was on the of all three of the first like Mm -hmm. the entire first one and now she's a friend of so i think she's trying to get her her mojito back first of all (laughs) but but, um but this is also kind of why like i'm not sold like i i don't think it's super hard i like i don't think the flirtation is it's harmless-esque, which is what I said earlier. Okay, like, so it does teeter. I I, I, do, I think it does teeter, kind of, because like other like why would Julia care? You know, yeah. I yeah. find it that she brought the two dates thing, and I and there's a lot of on other podcasts that I listen to that are like Bravo rapping podcasts. Like I think I was watch what crappens. I don't know if you guys listen oh, to yeah, that, yeah. but uh-huh. watch what yeah. crappens said that the second date was like definitely gay. <laughs> so, oh really? yeah that it was 
yeah that so that might have been just been like adriana like being adriana and like wanting to stir right. shit up and like oh i brought two dates too. her first date was cute he's super high yeah and she's so rude i can't wait till they watch this back and i'm like i I do i do like her four month rule i mean yeah 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 her four month rule i appreciate Um, what do you guys think about that i think that's interesting (laughs) (laughs) i mean i think that's fine and it's great but i'm also like surprised i didn't see that from coming from adriana like she yeah I, i mean i guess you can't like correlate them and that's part of like you know we can't be slutting but like she flashes her tits left and right what do you mean you're gonna wait four months to have sex with someone well yeah, yeah Marisol I, even I, I says do... i know adriana my friend who loves the d right? Yeah. <laughs> right i i do find it surprising coming from adriana like in, in that respect i agree with you but i do kind of think but adriana also is you know been married twice and maybe that's her way of like making sure someone's actually into her before she's like you know really in it for like a long haul yeah yeah that's a little bit of self-preservation you know yeah i mean so uh i think the one day uh jacob he actually went on instagram and he was like okay with the whole like everyone was okay you know it's when they start the instagram live with so everyone's been asking me (laughs) (laughs) i was like okay by everyone you like look cuatro gato in your comments (laughs) exactly you you got you got two dms about this um yeah and they're kind of like asking him about the two dates and he's like no i don't really care so apparently he you know how uh adriana sings the theme song Uh Mm -hmm. um so apparently he like co-produced that track or something or he produced another song with her i don't know but the point is they like collaborate musically oh so, wow. yeah so i mean it just sounds to me like he agreed to be her date on this show for exposure maybe okay. well then it's fair and he owns a fillers business that's what it seems like on the on instagram they like just, filler, they just, like face fillers yeah, they just they just do injectables on your face all day long okay. is what it seems like. This wow, so that's how they met. <laughs> yeah, <that's probably> <laughs> Adriana's another no. one whose face is like completely different from the first run. Yeah, she yeah. looks really different, but I at least knew who she was. But when Larsa came out, I had no idea who she was. Like she yeah. looked nothing. I, yeah. I I was like, who is this? I was comparing the two. I was comparing that the other day. I was like, Larsa's nose is significantly different. Oh, yeah. She well, obviously she started has seeing, lip filler. She started seeing Dr. Orion when she was in LA, so. Exactly. I mean, I mean wow. Adriana's not wrong. She got Kardashianified. Oh, yeah. absolutely. I cannot wait to see that go down. By oh, that they fight, still yes. haven't showed it? Okay. No, no, no they haven't shown no. it yet. So I have I time to catch it, up. <laughs> yeah, it might be like in either in like the penultimate or in the finale. But yeah. I, I'm dying to see that because like Gertie's reaction alone, <laughs> like, I, like, I'm so excited. excited. What What have you guys heard about? Why didn't they come back as full Housewives, Marisol and Adriana? I heard. Well, go ahead. Besides Adriana's bullshit that she's a Harvard student, stop. <laughs> stop, no, Adriana. Uh, yeah, the fuck out everyone's, of here. Everyone's a fucking Harvard student. Um, Listen, all the Travis are going to Harvard. fucking this guy, Travis Holman, is a Harvard student. Get the fuck out of here. Right, 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 right. That squishy face motherfucker. <laughs> um, 
but yeah, no, well, I heard that it's one, I think Adriana's son is off to college and she got divorced from Frederick. Mm -hmm. So she doesn't really have like a family life to show. And oh. I think that's kind of one of the deciding factors when it comes it is, to like friends yeah. of. It is because okay. that's like, one of the reason that's one of the reasons that like Sutton wasn't full time because oh, exactly. um she couldn't be full time until this year and it's because her daughter turned eighteen because her ex husband didn't film. want the kid. right exactly. so she chose to be on the show but her ex didn't want the kid that's why that's a reason that a lot of them end up being that's like, a big one yeah that's a big one because wow. you can't like part of it is that's the reason Kathy Hilton's not full time because Rick Hilton wants nothing to do with it obviously so. <laughs> also um, but yeah Kathy Hilton doesn't need like, it but that's besides the point exactly <laughs> this is Kathy's hobby but I think yeah. it's like when you can't really when you don't really when you can't show or like don't really have a personal life like Marisol also doesn't she doesn't have really, kids like, yeah, like, that's right. like she has two stepkids that are probably not allowed to film and that she doesn't really right. probably have like a like that close of a relationship with them anyway that these are teenagers and her husband probably has some kind of, I don't know, probably like a finance job, but it's like, no, nah, I can't be on camera. Sorry. Right. Like, <laughs> that makes sense. Yeah. And but I they're definitely making sure that they're going to get at least friend of next season with all the, like they're doing, they are carrying, they're doing the most work. I, I say carrying the season just because Alexia's drama is natural. Uh, right. Adriana, yeah, Adriana yeah, yeah. and Marisol are creating it. <laughs> yeah, you're but right. I, I also don't feel like I don't feel like they're they're friends of though. Like I don't feel like they're part time. You know, what at I mean? all. Like, they're in every at episode. All. They are working every, full time, even, honey. Even Kiki, I feel like is more involved as a friend of than most friends of are. So, oh yeah, what did you guys think about Kiki? Did we talk about her already? No, not really. What are your thoughts? But I like she... her. Yeah, I like her. I do think she's a little less involved as a friend of. Like, she's more, like, authentically a friend of. Mm -hmm. I think it's because Marisol and Adriana did used to actually hold a mojito. Like, mm -hmm. when you get, right. when you're just a, when you're just a friend of and you want to stay a friend of, you're kind of more chill. Like, mm -hmm. even, mm -hmm. you know, Faye, Faye Resnick has her moments, but, like, it's very clear that she's like, there's a line and right. I don't want to, you know, I don't want to be full housewife, so I'm not going right. to go full housewife. Right. and uh, and I think there's a difference from when you get downgraded like for example Luann in New York in that one season when you get downgraded you're just like trying hard to be to to be that to be a full-time cast member because even if you don't reach that they're still going to bring you back as friend of because you gave them enough drama like right so I think that's where they're coming from, also like, I think a lot different. of it comes down to like finance and some people just need the money like need the paycheck right like right like Luann like what does she like she needs like what does she have without housewives there's, there's certain women that are at this point like they don't have anything if they're not on housewives you know it's so. really interesting with Luann um because I was in a clubhouse room where we we're talking about the salaries of all the housewives she is one of the only ones that um instead of taking a lump sum per season she actually requested to be paid per scene so she gets oh. twenty thousand per scene, and that way end up coming out more, or is it just that she just gets paid like more frequently? Well, when you think about it, I don't know if she ends up getting more, but she doesn't have to do all the work. <laughs> she doesn't because, like, if let's say, and let me just use a, a roundabout number. Let's say you get a hundred k for the whole season. Well, then you you have, but you show up to everything, or you don't, or whatever, right? But then if you're twenty k, well, then you don't have to go. 
you don't have to go to an event or something like that. You go as you want. So she specifically asked for that. So she has the power to show up or not show up. Mm -hmm. Interesting. I know. Melissa Gorga makes 700,000 per season. That was weird. I was like, ugh. Melissa Gorga doesn't do anything. Melissa Gorga. Yeah. She's literally only on that show because Teresa let her be on that show. I mean, and, yeah, and, she's like, doing and I'm not even a, I'm not even a tree hugger, but I'm like, girl, yeah, don't me neither. Do. <laughs> yeah, yeah. I, me neither. I'm not like a super fan. I, I like Teresa. I like her antics, um, but uh, definitely not a tree hugger. Um, yeah, I, no, I, I agree. She's but delusional. That show, lives, <laughs> that show lives and dies with Teresa Judah. It so really the does. Day, that show, the day that Teresa wakes up and decides that she doesn't want to be in that show anymore, that show's over. Yeah, definitely. They, I mean, it's the only franchise in history. They paused filming yep. yeah for her <laughs> yeah yeah oh and i think God. it's ironic because that show was created around the manzos yeah it was no but Teresa was on season one wasn't she she's the I, yeah, I know but Caroline. the original if you yeah. watch if, and especially if you read um that housewives book not all diamonds and rose oh um, my god they've been it, releasing so many clips and i'm so fascinated by this whole yeah. thing the um the manzos were the were uh, like the they originally they centered it around the manzos just like they did like kim and kyle richards the first season because it was mm-hmm. like kim and kyle richards you know kyle richards friend lisa vanderpump and then across the street lives adrian so like that's kind of like what they did they started with like dina and caroline and they're like oh we have a sister-in-law and then it came jackie uh jacqueline larita and then it's like oh i have my friend Teresa. you know like that's how it came together oh yeah and they said that she was really nice huh teresa Mm -hmm. um they were reading excerpts from the book in one of the clubhouse rooms and how the um, and how scary daniel staub was because the um, the producer that was nini leak's actual personal producer um i forget his name he's very carlos king King. yeah i I, I would like aspire to be him like he's isn't that the guy that outed the phaedra thing is it well i know i think so he was the main producer for atl and then he went to jersey which is what they were saying in the in the room about the book um, i thought that he was the one that like brought to light the phaedra like and that she was the 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 one that like started that rumor about candy he might have been he's very important in the in the housewives world and right in the book they were saying how he went from atl and then he kicked off jersey which makes sense and um he was saying, you know, that, that, uh, Teresa was very sweet and like just quiet and just very different from the persona (laughs) that emerged. And I was shocked when they were reading that. And then also that not only him, but the rest of the producers were terrified of Danielle Staub. (laughs) Yeah. I am terrified. Danielle Staub is my sister's demon. Like (laughs) a thousand percent. Yes. She is still terrified. I think she's on OnlyFans. She, they all are there's tits. like sonia her square tits <laughs> um, <laughs> what's her name sonia morgan's on there i mean there's a lot of housewives i on would there. subscribe to sonia morgan's only fans though <laughs> but that's sonia morgan saying, is like one of my anything? favorite i i they have to there's no way that they're like not making that they're there's no way no bro, maybe it's like maybe you need like to private up. message them no sorry even dorinda was on only fans and mm-hmm. she was on there like cooking with dorinda like 
Yeah, but who's I, paying for cooking with Dorinda? <laughs> I don't know, but apparently, like, these group of housewives got on OnlyFans when OnlyFans was trying to, like, diversify. More, yeah. And, and, and trying oh. to be like, we're not porn. We promise. <laughs> and it was, it's supposed, because, like, there's also a bunch of, like, 90 Day Fiance people on there with, like, you want to see the TikTok dance that I didn't publish? Like, here you go. And I'm like, who is paying for this crap? Yeah, that's the thing. It's like, who is paying for that? There cannot be that many like diehard 90 Day Fiance fans that are like gonna pay five bucks for you to do a TikTok dance. I don't buy it. This makes me sad. (laughs) (laughs) That we live in a world where um, education doesn't matter. You can just like go be on OnlyFans or go, you know, be a TikTok star and make a million dollars. Yay. Nice. yeah well such is life <laughs> yeah such is yeah life. um so this episode closes out with this great scene of alexia waiting to meet um which i can't wait to see the next episodes me leo the uh herman's lover and i was just like wow what what goes into your mind when you're picking out the outfit to meet the lover of your gay dead husband that's a lot <laughs> she well, looked great all the, my, all the miami gay guys i know are very critical of my wardrobe so yeah. i would be yes. very mindful of it. <laughs> i would right. absolutely and like you have to look hot enough like gay guys in general at least the ones that i know and that i'm friends with like yeah. love food super so, candy yes, they do oh my god all of them i love yes all the gay yeah. guys i know love so titties. you have to wear something that's like fashionable and like and alexia does i think she has pretty good fashion because miami people are like hit and miss but um but so you you have to have like a little bit of boobage but then you also have to be like classy enough because you don't want this guy to think you're a total hoe either yeah um even though he was sleeping with your husband right right he needs to put respect on the name Mm -hmm. yeah i think that you have to be very um judicious in what you wear and it has to be something like very fabulous but a little bit like a little bit on the like slutty side yeah you gotta let them know like slutty in the best way possible Mm -hmm. like not a bad you know which is kind of how you need to dress in miami anyway so yeah i thought she looked (laughs) great and then she's sitting there and then she calls uh johnny and i was like she looks great um, so I'm super excited. That's how episode three ends. And I know you guys are ahead of me. So I'm super excited to see how this all pans out. But in the previews, you know, they do tell us like the whole foot massage with um with Julia and Adriana. And I was like, oh, and and then um and then that she sat with him for four hours. So I'm like, oh, what what did he tell you? So I'm dying to like hear it with everybody else. Um, but to anyone listening, this is our our first episode of the new year. Um, so thank you both, um, the Miami oh, correspondents. You. This was so much fun, and I know it was a, a little little longer, but you know when it's um on the on the you know whether it's Spotify or Apple Podcast, people listen to it while they're driving, or they you know we cut it up into pieces. So I'm super excited to do the next recap. And for everyone listening, welcome back. Happy New Year. And thank you guys so much. Any final thoughts for the first the first three? Like uh, anything you guys want to mention or put out there? Looking forward to you catching up. <laughs> yeah, there's more to come. You just, yeah. just watch. <laughs> are, there, are there a lot of twists and turns that you guys didn't see coming? I mean, Alexia continues to bring it. Which <laughs> yeah, is definitely. all there's I can more? ask for. Jesus. Yes. <laughs> Alexia. 
Alexia is, is, is absolutely the OG of Miami. <laughs> yeah. I'm center, so center mojito. <laughs> yep. I'm excited. Well, I am going to catch up during the next couple of days. And to everyone listening, thank you guys for rocking with us. And we will be back with the next recap of Real Housewives of Miami, where we finally have Latina representation. Yay! Yay. We'll keep it here. See you guys next time. Bye. Bye.